0: Hey, don't we need to do the intro to Papa's podcast?
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Isn't
0: that the boring one? No, that's the theology one. It's the boring theology podcast. <laughs> that's so stupid.
1: Welcome to the Boring Theology Podcast, where we are digging our way through the Bible from a Reformed confessional perspective. I'm your host, Michael Esch, and today I have our most <laughs> honored guest, Yo. Reverend Yo. <laughs> Benjamin
0: Parks <Bruh. laughs> the third. What, what am I going to do with you, Mike? I don't even know what to do with you, Mike. <laughs> but what's good, Mike? It's good to be back, man. It, it only been about 85 years or something like that. It's not
1: been that long. It was the last time we got together to do a podcast was when everything was going wrong in the world. <laughs> Our cities were being burned down.
0: People were getting beat up. Yeah, nobody could go outside. Yeah. 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 Crazy. And we're still well, not allowed to go outside. I was going to say, yo, well, <laughs> some people was able to go outside. Well, see, they picked and choose. Like, like they'd be like, oh, man, and people are getting together, and that's not right. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, those people, yeah, y'all can go outside because this this is a just cause. And I was like, well, I didn't think coronavirus cared. I thought that, you know. It was always bad to go outside, but you know, right. yeah, yeah, sure. I guess. Why not?
1: <laughs> That's what I was. We were, we're at work and they were coming out with like more strict policies on wearing masks. Like they got stricter, but one of the, the ladies I work with is getting married in a couple of weeks. And she told me that she can't find a hotel to get ready at because she wants like her bridesmaids to get ready yeah. for the wedding. She said that they couldn't find a hotel to get ready at because there's going to be a Garth Brooks concert down in Cincinnati. (laughs) And I was like... I was like, wait a second. What? I was like... I thought... They're mad at churches. That's what I'm saying. For getting together. That's
0: what I'm saying, bro. You guys can have a country gar- Yeah, why not? Just why not? Let's just go ahead and just say bump it, I guess. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I can't I don't know, man. We're free,
1: I- but some people are more free. Right.
0: Some people have more freedom. Now, if you got a church and you worshiping God and you sing oh man, and you singing? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that yeah, you can't do that, man. But Garth Brooks I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean I to mean, be fair,
1: I don't know all the details of everything. It just it seemed kind of
0: I'm gonna be you real. Know. I don't know who Garth Brooks is, and I know some people may be like, bro, what is wrong with you? And I and I'm sorry about that. But I'm just saying coronavirus doesn't care whether you're in church I'm or not. I'm probably or gonna
1: make people upset with this, but um Garth Brooks is a pop singer with a southern accent.
0: Okay. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> if y'all so, don't know. Someone's going to get real Yeah, I was about to that. say, if y'all don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, am a, uh, uh, I have a slightly darker skin tone than Mike. <laughs> I'll say it like that. And, uh yeah, country is not really anything I was really ever into. That was just there's, never my thing. There's black country singers. I hear. Yeah. I hear. I you, I ain't met them. You know, ain't yeah. none of my friends. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I think they're black. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and I've, they've I've been, heard. It, I've
1: heard. I think it's been a while since I was listening to Country Station. But, like, I, they were blending some country songs with rap songs for a while, so, there was like three or four popular. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Blend. So,
0: so you know the uh, the the little Nas X dudes. See, bruh. Yeah, I don't he, listen to music. Oh, so oh no, Mike, <laughs> but you're gonna want to hear this. So the Lil Nas X dude is a uh, is a rapper, and then he, I think he he made a song with uh Miley Cyrus dad or whatever. Oh yeah, that's that a, that's
1: one of the ones I was. Thinking
0: about yeah, yeah, he just got breast implants. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Yeah, try that on Versace. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> no, um, I, yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world is getting crazy. You know Man. what I'm saying? Man. To say it the what? least, the
1: world is getting crazy. So, so I think the last time you were on, we talked about Black Lives Matter. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then today we're going to be talking about how Christians handle disagreement Mm -hmm. and i think the next podcast which is going to follow up we we might even be recording it today maybe or earlier next week Mm -hmm. um so that that next one will get out here soon will be about a viral case of where somebody was excommunicated from the church church and we're going to talk about whether that was appropriate or not appropriate and whether churches should still practice that and so i'm thinking like Mean you do some hard <laughs> podcasts together, <laughs> so I'm thinking we need to come up with another podcast, uh, like another uh, topic to come up with in the future. That's man. a little bit word maybe softer. I, you know what, man, we
0: should do one on prayer.
1: Prayer, yeah, and like personal devotion. Word, yeah, word. I do think that that's something that that like a lot a lot of people get caught up in doing all this other stuff mm-hmm. and then they devalue that that alone time. And right. I think that, that would be a good podcast to do on like what are things to help you and in your devotion, in your prayer. Word. To like what are things that you should pray about? What Word. are things that um like how does the scriptures teach us how to pray? I think that would be good. Word. You know what I was I was uh reading somebody was talking about John Calvin's Institutes of the Christian religion. That's mm-hmm. like his that book over there, that big giant one. <laughs> yeah. Um they that the biggest chapter in that book yeah. is on prayer. Bruh. But yeah.
0: hey, prayer is so underrated, man. It really is. And it, it's a shame, honestly. It really is a shame. And like that that's something I learned later on in my Christian walk. Like I would just listen to the Bible for hours on end out of the day. Um and and it wasn't until I, I actually had a prayer life that really like i don't know man it, it took things to another level honestly it really with my relationship with god it just took it to cuz it's one thing to know things and and things like that but it's something else when you have a close intimate relationship where you're talking to god and you seeing prayers answered man like, right. it's nothing like that man so yeah prayer is important man and it's it's really underrated unfortunately um So today Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking
1: about Christians handling disagreements, and in parentheses, I have needs a better title. (laughs) You really do,
0: Mike. How did I not see it? It's even italicized. Mike really thinks of every like, yo. When you meet, if you don't know Mike, (laughs) you need to know. Mike really, he is a planner for real, bro. Like. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. It really is. It's so it's so legit. Just how opposite we are. I, I think d- that that's that's a testimony Listen, to the Holy Spirit. It's you know it is true that
1: I like to, you know, when you start something and then you're in the middle of the process and you're like tinkering with it. Yeah. And then at the and then at the end you're it's done and you Word. can post it and stuff. I like the tinkering part. <laughs> I don't like to start something new. I don't like to publish it oh, but yeah, I, it. I love tinkering that's why <laughs> that. that's why so many that's why there'll be a long time where there's like not any podcast i'm st- i'm working on you like tinkering. right now we're about to have like six new podcasts come out right it's because i've been tinkering with for like four months on right. podcasts Yo. like hey, and I'm just hey like but they hesitating. legit though and I i'm and
0: i'm grateful for them man keep on putting them joints out yeah, yeah. Keep on putting them out.
1: So today we're going to talk about how Christians should handle disagreements. Mm-hmm. So how should Christians handle disagreements? Um, I've seen Christians <laughs> handle disagreements so well over the years.
0: <laughs> I tell I tell you how not to handle it. I never forget. So <laughs> I was on Facebook and I was replying to Summer Yeager, uh, James White daughter. She put oh, something summer. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll put something up, says something about racism. And I just pointed out the fact that, like, hey, look, there has been a history of racism in the church. You know what I'm saying? And it's just something that we don't talk about now. I think people take that way too far on some things. But, you know, there's there's definitely a conversation that that could be had there. You know what I'm saying yeah. it's nothing wrong having a conversation about that. Right. And and I was like, I'm just saying, you know, that's a thing. OK, it's, right. it's a thing. And because of it, the the implications have come to where we are now. Um, And there is, you know, there's a there you, there you can see you can go into a church and be like, oh, this is a white church and this is a black church. Right. That's part of our American history. It just is. Yeah. But somebody replied to me as <laughs> you sound like a whining socialist. Go read your Bible. <laughs> and I was like, what? like, That seems like an appropriate response. <laughs> Bruh, I was just like a whining socialist. Go read my Bible. And it was some black lady. And I was like alright, I don't I, I love to read my Bible. So I mean maybe if we could have a talk. She could know like oh I actually deal? like to read.
1: You're like deal. I'll do that. Don't
0: you threaten me with a good time. Now. I was just like alright whining socialist. So that's how you don't Uh, disagree I'm saying like you know because we all fallible like I could be wrong I've been wrong about many things and you can say hey this is why I disagree and tell me why you disagree right
1: I think that I think sometimes we especially with disagreements and, and just to kind of clarify before, and we'll kind of get into this in just a second, mm-hmm. this podcast, we're really focusing on theological disagreements right. or, you know, you might disagree with somebody doing X, Y, or Z. Right. We're not necessarily talking about sin. Right. Uh, and, and in a uh, primary sense of the word sin. Right. That it's transgressing God's law. Right. Now, there are levels of... Of like false doctrine that would transgress God's law, Word. but we're kind of talking around the w- realm of where Christians can dispute. Right. I guess we'll draw those lines here. But I do think that some people they they hold on to those things, and they should. Right. They should hold on to them real tightly. Right. But I think they tie their emotions into it, mm. and when we allow our emotions to take over, like we make irrational decisions and we, and we make hateful and hurtful like we say, and we can become aggressive. Right. And that's why like the Bible says, like when uh, you're angry, do not sin. Right. Right. And so because it's so closely tied, uh, anger is, is one of our most powerful emotions right? and it completely will dominate. It will. If you don't dominate it, it will dominate you. And, I think that a lot of people don't know how to dominate anger. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. or take control of their emotions. Right. That and and then what they do is when they get angry about, and sometimes this will be this won't actually be a theological argument. It'll be a um, it'll be a pride issue. Right. Because it's like you're not so upset with the person that disagrees with you on, let's say tongues. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not yeah. so upset about that, but you're upset about the way that they treated you. Right. They they disrespected you. They
0: disrespected right? You.
1: And so now and but the way you interpret it is I'm defending God's God's word here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you're defending yeah. your pride you, and yeah. you're masking it yeah, as God's Brad. word. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you
0: like come on, let's, and, let's just be real.
1: And you know why I know so so much about that?
0: Mhm. Because I've done it. <laughs> He's, I've been there. I've been there. And, and I've done and that. And guess what? I've done I've that. been there too. <laughs> no, not been you, Ben. No, no, no. Oh, I know. I ben. know. But I've been. You're there. not gonna out humble me, man, <laughs> Mike. That's crazy because I'm already more humble than you. But that's a whole nother. <laughs> see, see, look. You already trying to show how we disagree on things. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but I, I would like to say though, man, I um. I think that one of the things that I looked at when I was uh, I was reading in the scriptures and uh, and, and my uh, I was at school and one of my teachers was talking about it. And he really made me think. And what I've seen is how there is when Jesus has anger and he uh, cleanses the temple, it's crazy because it says that he he drove them all out of the temple, the sheep and the oxen. And we know that he had whips and everything like that. But then. He says the ones who sold doves, he said, take these things away. So he didn't use whips and, and cords and things like that on the doves. He just told him, like, hey, take these things away. Why? Because birds are more gentle than an ox and a sheep. So Jesus' anger wasn't just bumping, I'm about to just destroy everything out here. It right. was controlled. He he that's had a reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had no, a reason that's, for that's what a good he was take. doing. So yeah. like that's how anger like you can have anger. That's what the Bible definitely says, be angry and sin not. You can't, but is it controlled? Right. And that's that's the question. That's that's the question. So I, I, I just think that's really interesting how Jesus like has that uh that he shows his his uh anger in yeah. a righteous way. So I think like as we talk about
1: controlling ourselves and I think part of that is categorizing what and who we're talking to, uh-huh. what are our goal and our purposes are. Mm. And I think that, cause I think that sometimes if you're in, if you're on the battlefield and by, uh, bullets are flying, smokes up in the air, the dust's around you, there's loud chopper sounds and people are screaming and you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Like it's, like, that's not good. Yeah. Like, that's right. really a bad place. Right. Because you could be that person. Right. And you're you're not going to do anything helpful in that anything. moment. Right. Right. But if you're in that same exact situation, bullets flying, smokes up in the air, chopper sounding, scream, but you know where you're going. Mm. And you know you need to get into that building. Right. And you need to get in that building in the next few minutes. Right. And then you know where your enemy's at. Right. You're a whole different ball game.
0: Whole different ballgame. I mean, game. that's a whole different. Right. So,
1: w- as we get into this this episode, and we're talking about this, um, start thinking about uh, the kinds of disagreements we're, we're going to have with people, okay. and the kinds of uh, people that we'll have disagreements with. So let let's actually start with that. What are the different types of people that we might have theological differences with?
0: Right. So you got you have christians who are bible believing christians um love the word love god and uh they have fruit of that you see that fruit in their life uh you have christians who are saying that they're christians and their lives say something completely different and then you have non-christians right and the way you come at them can be completely different on each and every one of them. You know what I'm saying? So right. there you you have those differences and then I think the 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 next thing is okay, what are we disagreeing about? Is this primary? Right. Secondary issues? Is this issues that like wait a minute, because if it's a non believer, I'm not about to uh argue with a non believer on why he should be, you know, talking about infant baptism. Right. <laughs> Just- Right, <laughs> not not gonna have that. We're good. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Just, right. just want to see you actually come to Jesus. Right. Um. You know, or or even a Christian who is is doesn't seem like a Christian because a lot of times they don't really care what the Word of God says, anyways. Right. So yeah, that also. But when you have another Christian, um, and, and you know that they're passionate about the Word of God and they're serious about the Word of God. Then, then that's where you get into these primary and secondary. That's
1: who uh, we have Bible studies with. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> word. That's was how that, we
0: say. Okay, let's break this word down. Is
1: that sigh? T- how do you say his name? Satan
0: bruggen Kate. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. he goes
1: evangelizing with people and they want to start talking about these <laughs> secondary doctrine issues and he's like, "No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have Bible studies with Christians." <laughs> like he's like you know He's, like, I appreciate he's like, "Me and you don't agree on truth." Right. How can me and you have a discussion right. on that? You like don't... how can me and you Man. debate like if you can't agree that that is God's word right. and that we need to live by it, then right. us arguing about something that's written in it what why the wisdom that'd be like me sitting down with somebody that thought like the grinch story (laughs) was was from god and we need to follow that we need to (laughs) practice that right right like me sitting down with somebody who believes that like to discuss the who's the who's who's and how how you should (laughs) how you should properly prepare that dinner like (laughs) that's gonna be silly because i'm just gonna make fun of you right
0: (laughs) right and I don't, I don't care what you I'm not going to seriously yeah. have...
1: And even if I am being respectful during that, I'm not really... That's not even a, really a dialogue. Right. Until you've right. convinced me that that is true. Right. Then, like, it's not going to be fruitful. Word. So, when we get to... When we were talking about... I think Christians to Christians is a... Kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. Right. But I think when we're talking about Christians to non-Christians, um, that might be somebody who thinks that they're Christian who's not. Uh-huh. So, I think of the, it, first, I think when you're dealing with a person who says they're Christian but not practicing, right? I think that, and as we're going to get to at the end of this podcast, we're going to be talking about love mm-hmm. and, and loving one another. I think, Love, uh, the bible says that love hopes all things right so i think when somebody tells me that they're a christian i believe them Word. so Word. like I, I don't think that they're lying to me when they say that right but then i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna start treating you like a christian and when i see discontinuities so when you say oh yeah i'm a christian and i say oh what church do you go to and you go i don't go to church right and i'm like mm, right. but christian the bible says christians go to church like that they're supposed to gather they're not supposed to neglect the gathering so like if you are christian you believe that this is god's word then you would be gathering with the saints right if um if you're saying oh i'm a christian but i also believe in buddha Hmm. then i'm saying okay so so like the but the bible says you're not supposed to worship idols right and so so, like, do you really? So then, that brings us back to a primary doctrine issue. Do you believe that this Bible is God's word? Right. And so then it becomes, then, then when you have at, like talked to somebody to a degree, and you get to that point, and then when they deny Scripture. You're getting to the, when they start denying like Jesus is God that G, that God created all things. Like when they get to these primary Christian doctrines, which we're going to define in a second what primary and Christ, uh, secondary doctrines are. But when you get to that point and you realize that somebody's not a believer, we're not like you said, we're not talking about secondary doctrine issues. Right. We're talking about primary doctrine issues, and we're in our focus. Isn't to study God's word to know what God has written better? It's mm-hmm. to introduce somebody to God. Right. It's to right. evangelize to them. Word. So we're not we're not in the king's court deciding right. what the curtains are. We're announcing. King Jesus, word, which word. that's that's I a like different that. conversation.
0: Yeah, like we're Very talking about different.
1: like I think it should be purple curtains, and you think it should be red curtains. Yeah, and I, like that's not the conversation you have when you go to invite somebody to a party.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Like that's a yeah, different yeah, conversation. A whole different. You're talking
1: conversation. to a different person. I like that, and I think that I, like that. I think that that needs to be our mindset yeah. when we're in that situation because I I see a I see a lot of Christians get into the weeds. But like, uh, when I was in college the big debate was like with creation uh-huh. and it was all about talking about like proving evolution wrong right right yeah and mm. I, me and you've been out evangelizing downtown yeah and I remember when that guy told us that he like he wanted to get into that yeah and and we turned around and said said, You know, you have, what kind of evidence are you actually looking for that there's a God? Right. And he turned around and said, it doesn't matter what evidence you give me. I'm not going to believe that there's a God. Right. And I was like, key. So if I were to sit here and spend 45 minutes to you discussing evolution. Right. Like, I've wasted my time. Right. Because Because the more I talk about evolution, the less I'm introducing you to my king. Right. And it's not that we that there's no place to have that cons- uh, conversation oh, and discussion saying, yeah. and that that's that's a good conversation that we should have. Yeah. But but when I find out someone doesn't know Jesus, well like I I don't care about evolution right. right now. Right. And and it's not that I don't care, but I just don't care at this moment. Right. And I think that when we're having a disagreement, we need to prioritize what's important. Right. So that's like one of the first things I'm thinking about when um, i think about having a disagreement with somebody just like w- when we were talking about in the war zone what's your first priority get covered right you need to you need to get over there so you need to cover and move till you get to that that house mm-hmm. and then you need to spot your enemy
0: right
1: well that's your first priority is to move right okay then your second priority is that building and your third priority is the enemy yeah. and so if that's then Then just like when we have a disagreement with somebody, we need to prioritize what's important. And so the second part of that, as you were getting to, was primary and secondary doctrines. Right. So how would you differentiate between a primary and secondary doctrines? I know we're not going to have like clear, (laughs) concise, like, you know, like that, that like – yeah. perfect definition of like right. here's the line i'm gonna draw this line this is what means you're christian this means you're not christian but See, we can helpfully categorize big chunks of doctrine as this thing and big chunks of doctrine as that thing right
0: and, and that so that's where i think honestly i think that's where and mine is a little probably a little different than even yours but i take mine straight to the gospel First off, um, does that person recognize that um, he is a sinner that, you know, through him, there is nothing but death. But with God, he can be forgiven of his sins and through the power of the Holy Spirit, live a life that is empowered by God. I'm saying that Jesus is God, Jesus is King, um, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are God, that it is, uh, you know, the one being that is God. And I know we talked about that in three distinct co-equal, co-eternal persons. Um, we talked about that. Now, I say that, but I also recognize that there are people who who may believe, like, let's take the Trinity, for example. I know everybody is like, this is a, a doctrine that is straight up. If you don't believe in the Trinity, I, that's the line I cut off. Um, and to me, the the reason why I don't do that is because when I grew up, I didn't or when I got saved, I didn't believe in the Trinity. I was like, I was still under the impression that the Trinity was three different gods. So I, I take it as a thing of does somebody deny scripture? Does somebody say, OK, I see clearly what the Trinity is and you know my story. You know how I came to be like, oh, obviously there is a Trinity Trinity because Jesus is. Is talking to the father. <laughs> right. And I and I and I tried to correct scripture, like, Jesus, why you keep talking to the father like you ain't God? And I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute, hold on. Or, or I kept I said, why you keep talking to the father as if you're not the father? And I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't try to correct the word of God, hon. That's that's usually not a very humble thing to do. <laughs> so so I, I literally I take I think that I think that primary doctrines really come with who the person is right. and what they know. If they go straight to they see what the scripture says and they just deny it, then I'm taking like, OK, now that you're out of primary. you We have a primary issue because you are denying the word of God. If I meet somebody and they say, yeah, I'm not Trinitarian, I'm not going to initially be like, oh, you're not safe. because right. They just may not know. Like I said, when I grew up, I didn't yeah. when I tell you I didn't know what Trinitarian and all that. All I knew was there are people who believed in one God like we do. And there are people who believe in three gods. That's all I knew. So naturally when I got saved, well, I'm like, of course I don't believe in three gods. I believe in one God. So when I meet somebody and they say, well, yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not about to be like, oh, no, you're just not a Christian. Because they may just not know. Yeah, I think there's a, I
1: think that when we think about who is Christian, who's not Christian. Uh-huh. First, I think that we need to remember that we can't see who is the elect and who's not the elect. Right. And I know that in in um, like the Reformed Confessions, they'll talk about a visible church and an invisible church. Uh-huh. The visible church meaning the people that are part of the church that we see, mm-hmm. right? But that there is this invisible church that is part of that visible church that are the elect. They are the people that God has redeemed, that he has saved. He has regenerated their hearts. But we can't see that. Right. We only see the fruit of that. That's all,
0: we, that's all and, I see.
1: Right. And so, and I think that there's a difference when you look at the fruit of somebody who's a new Christian or somebody that's been a Christian for a while but is in a bad church right. with a false teacher. Right. And just because that they've been around a false teacher doesn't mean that they're a false convert. Right.
0: Right. Now right.
1: I'm gonna treat somebody that's part of a bad church a lot different than I'm gonna treat a false teacher. Right. The Bible even differentiates that. The Bible the Bible says that on judgment day that teachers will be judged more harshly
0: mm-hmm, right. than
1: than those that did not teach. Right. And that we we should be careful to desire the role of teacher. Right. And so as we, we are interacting with somebody like that, we should, as Christians, we should show that similar type of judgment of how am I going to treat somebody who's leading people to hell Mm. versus somebody who misunderstood something that the Bible said. And I, and I, I totally get that there could be a teacher out there who just misunderstood. Right. 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 And that's fine. And right. then but it's because Apollo in in yep. acts. I was thinking the same
0: thing. But that's crazy. Right. <laughs> I, I've been thinking the same thing. Yeah. Cuz
1: Apollo didn't know the full gospel. Right. And then he was humbly taken aside right. privately. Right. They had the dis- like they had the dispute or mm-hmm. the disagreement or or however that discussion went. We right. don't have a lot of uh, right. attributes of that conversation. Right. We don't have the whole story. All we have is that they met together and that he when he received that gospel, right. and then that's what he proclaimed from that's then on out. Proclaimed. Right, and so like, and he just didn't have all of it. Right, and so then he had the rest of it and went on. And so like, there are some teachers that are teaching falsely, in some, or maybe they're not teaching holistically. Right, right, and so they just need that extra. Yeah, be like, hey, fart. this is not it. Right, this is it. And so like, in in their. But then it becomes, then you have these other teachers that are boldly proclaiming false things right. on purpose. On purpose. And you see that where you have people that are, you have people within like the hyper grace movement. Oh, man. Where you have people that are. Oh, man, don't you get me started, Mike. We, come could, on get, now. we yeah, could get yeah. come on, on, on a, man. a trail. Look. But you know, where yeah. they're like promoting people to sin as much as you want. Yeah. Sin as much as you want because when Christ died on the cross, he covers all your sin, which right. is true. So it doesn't matter how you live, which is not true, right? And so, <laughs> right. and so, like, and and then they boldly proclaim that, and largely, I think it, the, there's either uh, there's well, there's I guess there's many various sinful reasons that they would want to do that, mm-hmm. but those things need to be confronted. I think more aggressively. This is like your scenario where you're talking about the ox being treated different than the
0: dog right word and, and and right and that's and that's the thing like i think that it's it is hard to because there is not a a scripture that says these are the primary doctrines what we what the scripture talks about is faith in jesus repentance of sin and i'm saying those are what the things that the scripture is talking about so uh and 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 I don't know. There, there are some things that are very difficult to understand, that I think that Christians get uh, really, really like um, passionate about, it and start even throwing people. Like I had my mom. Somebody uh, told her that she wasn't a Christian because she wasn't a Calvinist. Like somebody told that to my mom, yeah. and I'm like, that's crazy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, that is that is absolutely just nuts, bro. Like you, you can't you can't just kick people out the kingdom like that, right? Because oh, because they're not Calvinists. So and and that's where like and, and then that's where we need to take a lot of our we have some things that are are really secondary and then we put them in that in that primary. Right. And it's like no 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 no. Let's keep the primary primary and let's let's be really vocal about the primary. Let's blast the primary out there so that it's so well known and it's so like I got people who will preach Calvinism over primary doctrines. Yeah, that's why you have an issue with things like hyper grace because people were like, oh, OK, well, yeah, but I, you know, but it's OK because I'm Calvinist and I got that. I got my five tulips and I'm good. And it's like, OK, bro, but what are those primary doctrines? Right. You just t- I, I had a dude tell me about he went through and, and said all these things about, you know, Calvinism and and told me how he had the gospel to, and he said the gospel beautifully. Beautifully, Mike. I was like, man, that amen.
1: Calvinists normally do say <laughs> the gospel beautifully. Yeah, I, I give you that. I give you that.
0: But then, but then they he make was like, they
1: make man super bad, <laughs> and they make God super good, right? Word, and they make grace so sweet,
0: right? <laughs> and then he then goes on to live a lifestyle with him and his dude, and I'm like, bruh, yeah, what? Man, what's your Bible say, bruh? Like what Man. hold on, bruh. Like you, you got Man. a whole Bible here, bruh. And you didn't tell well, me anything about what the scriptures say. And that's where
1: it says that knowledge puffs up right. our pride. Right. And so like right. and your knowledge could be true. It could be true. But like you struggle with sin just as much as Man. as the next person. So And, that, and that's so- where I think like I even think about that because I read I read a book once. It was called Um Humble Calvinism. Mm-hmm. And it was all about how there's a lot of Calvinist uh, out there or reformed people mm-hmm. out there that that become prideful in that they know so much about the scriptures. They know so much about the confessions. They know about the creeds. They, they take the scripture seriously and they organize their worship to be in accordance to scripture alone. Mm-hmm. And then they become very prideful in that know. and then become they become like the pharisee who turned around and prayed to god and said thank you lord i'm not like that sinner over mm. there no Man, i know yeah. and i mean that yeah. one that one stinks that's it. that one stinks so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um but but, but, but me but, not not you <laughs> Mike, you crazy <laughs> but no no because you Mike, know what i'm saying but like, no i i like i trust me when i when i say i i hear you bro trust me but i i think that that that's why we need to really like lay down like okay our primary doctrine and our secondary doctrine right like, number one they're not the same and then and then we can even talk about okay secondary doctrine what, what What is it? You know what I'm saying? Let, yeah. What are some secondary doctrines? We got some secondary doctrines. If y'all don't know, like I said, me and Mike are, <laughs> this is my brother, real talk from another mother, for real. I know they say that. <laughs> like, we we are, like, best of friends. And it's crazy because if you talk to us, you'd be like, man, you guys have so many things that are different. But on those primary doctrines. Yeah, y'all y'all with that. When it comes to that word of God, yeah, y'all like, okay, cool. Yeah, they, they submitting to that word of God. And we have secondary doctrines that are different. And that and like that, that's significantly beautiful. different significantly different. Our, yeah, you right, know what I'm saying? And that's right. a beautiful thing.
1: You know what I think is so interesting is that when we go downtown to evangelize, we'll be in the car debating yeah. these secondary things. <laughs> and I we've even brought some people with us to go and they like sit there wide eyes, like <laughs> Man, these guys are really going at this <laughs> thing. Not, really and then we get out of the car, and all of a sudden, we're like, blue like, team. Bro. like, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's get his gospel out here. We're completely on the same team. And I think that because you can be so, and we can talk about this in a second, or we can just kind of switch from what we were going to talk about and talk about this. I don't care. You can decide. But... That when we are able to be straightforward and honest about our disagreements, we actually have more unity.
0: Yo, man, Mike, man, okay. What you said to me about what your pastor said,
1: I still be thinking about that. My pastor's legit. I
0: (laughs) I still be thinking about that. Bro, like how our diversity and even our different denominations really help us with unity. Because you right. can, you can worship God to where your conscience allows you to worship, and still say, "Yeah, we're in a different denomination, but those are my brothers over there. Those are my those are my brothers and my sisters over there." That, right? Yo, that's genius, bro. Right? Yo, and like, and even and even and this can this can even bring us into our uh, topic, our secondary topic, baptism. Baptism. Cut. He says such a legit thing, and then he's wrong about this. Thing. <laughs> I hope you don't hear that he gonna be like he gonna gonna be like man that dude is crazy for real like hey hey pastor chris i I really do love y'all though like i was saying yeah i really do love (laughs) my pastor's right about (laughs) baptism just so you know (laughs) so so yeah so mike give me your perspective on uh on infant baptism so i think that sometimes when we we do
1: a podcast like this and we talk about disagreements
0: mm-hmm.
1: that some people think, oh, yeah, Mike and Ben, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they have some disagreements, you know, whatever. And they probably just skirt that under the table. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can imagine sitting there listening to this podcast and being like, yeah, sure, you have disagreements. Like, one of you guys likes the Vikings, the other guy likes the Bengals, yeah. and you guys both like football. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, okay, big disagreements there, right? <laughs> right, But we actually have such a significant difference in doctrine that it ended up causing us to not be able to, with a clear conscience, pastor together at the same church. Right. Um, Right. It had significant impacts. Right. Yet when we are both able to worship the way that uh, was with our clear conscience, it brings more unity and open dialogue between us to discuss the scriptures without the, I don't I don't know how to say that they, without going without, against, the, without going against your conscience because well, that's what's important or being in an environment that conditions you right. to fake your unity right right you know what I'm word, saying word that, yeah. that like you basically yeah. have these f- enforcement things that are are telling you like you have to. Um, you have to believe, you have to say, you have to do these things. Right. I don't care what your conscience says on these things. Right. This is how we do and say things at our, our church. Right. And like when you look at, um, by and large, when you look at the Roman Catholic Church, mm-hmm. they like to say that from Peter on, it was the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> but they actually didn't come up with a cohesive doctrine that they believed they didn't even come up with the canonization of scripture in written form documents Mm -hmm. until the council of trent which was after the protestant reformation so like like they they had not formally made their priests say that they believed these books were the book of the Bible? Wow! And they actually That's added right. other books, and and to be a priest in the Roman Catholic Church, you have to agree that all of that is scripture. Wow! Just like in a Baptist church, you would have to agree that right. these books right. are are scripture, right? And the other books are not scripture, right? But what and so there was like almost a sense of false unity.
0: Yeah, they we're yeah. not
1: really unified. Yeah, because we're not. But what? But like we'll say this or that right. when you know, things are going on. yeah. And so what you had was right when they defined it, then all of a sudden you had a bunch of splits. Right. Because you were like, oh, we're not actually unified. Right. And so I think that, but then what happens is when you allow somebody to worship with their clear conscience mm-hmm. and you allow this church over here to worship with their clear conscience, they're able to intermingle And be fruitful in their works out into the world and for each other. Right. Where one church might have a better program for X, Y, and Z, and another one might be doing other things. Like one might be doing missions a lot better with with helping the poor and X, like this area. And one person might be, uh, the group might be helping people study. Right. The word better. Right. And so like, and you have these things and they're like producing these things and they're helping each other. Right. And it's beautiful because they're doing it in a unified. That's right. Christian. That's right. And they, that's why like the Apostle Creed says that we are part of the, and the Nicene Creed says something similar, that we're part of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Now, and that doesn't mean we're part of the Roman Church. Not saying. That We're part of the Catholic Church, meaning that we're there's a universal church. We might gather together in different buildings but we are unified on these primary doctrines right which is the gospel word that word. christ came he died on the cross for our sins he is god and he took on the sins of the world that's right and that we can be redeemed in him if we put our faith and trust in god and we repent from our sins like these things and even that is a gift from God. Right. Word. And like, we all agree on that. Right. Like, we, we, are, we right. don't disagree. And if you right. disagree on that, then like, you're yeah, being called <laughs> a we, false church. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, Primary doctrine I think cause... Revelation calls them uh, synagogues Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Synagogues Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and so I think that, uh, I say all that to preface, like, me and you have significant differences on baptism. Word. Like i I believe that the children of believers mm-hmm. should be baptized. Mm-hmm. I believe that they are part of our church. They are um, they are part of the covenant that in Acts, when uh, when Peter is preaching his gospel, he says that this gospel is for you and to your children and to all those. Far off, mm-hmm. and I think that that's that's how God worked in the in in the co- uh, That's how God has worked from the beginning of time, and that's how He works now in the new covenant. I think that baptism is a a sign and seal of God's promises to His people.
0: Okay,
1: and so in 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 here, we're not me and Ben aren't debating this. Right. We're actually going to have right. a podcast. Right. It, it, this one's going to be kind of farther <laughs> in the future because we're actually going to have a long forum podcast where we actually go through all of the scripture verses, primary and secondary scripture verses that talk about baptism. Word,
0: word. Um. Legit. So
1: this isn't this isn't me and Ben debating baptism right now, but this is m- me and him express uh, showing how much of a difference we have on this doctrine. I actually believe that. S- Baptism replaced circumcision. That in the Old Testament, um, circumcision was given to God's people to demonstrate that He had uh, cut off them from the rest of the world, and that they were separated from themselves. And that in the New Testament, that it is a sem- that He's He's promising something similar from the Abrahamic covenant, which I would call the covenant of grace. That that in that covenant. He will wash you clean and raise you from the dead. Just like in the old covenant that he, he cut them off from the rest of the world. And in the new covenant, he's washing them clean. I get that from Colossians 2 verses 11 through 12. It says in him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And so as we, right there, I see in scripture that Paul is linking circumcision and, and baptism. And when I see that, I I think of the times where God made strong warnings and threats to God's people when they didn't do what God had commanded him. So I think of like back in Exodus chapter four, when Moses neglected to circumcise his children. And it says in verse 24, it says at a lodging place on the way, the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. And that's Moses. The Lord met Moses and sought to put Moses to death. And then the next two verses explains that Moses's wife circumcises their children, and then the Lord doesn't kill him. And so I think that when I look at a sign and seal of the covenant, I'm thinking God takes those things very seriously. And I, not for one second do I think that Ben doesn't think that he takes baptism seriously. And that's mm-hmm. actually where I can respect Ben's view Word. is because he's not neglecting the sign and the seal of the covenant from his conscience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, of course I think you're wrong. <laughs> and I hope God doesn't kill you for it. <laughs> Yo. Dang, <my. laughs> I told you I was coming like that. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Now go on and explain, explain the to them the, um, the is to
0: be present for the Lord, the so, Baptistic view. To live as christ and to die is game, but um <laughs> <laughs> mutterings oh, underneath man. your breath so uh but no uh, no uh I, I get my my, my I get dove right now or not give me an ox <laughs> i'm an you, ox you, 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 yeah, i'm an know, ox don't worry I, I got i got you mike don't tell me work you no, know um you know i'm a dove so they, <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> nah, nah. Just, um, just shoot you me. Know, you know just me, man. Just shoot me away. Look, Mike, so, Mike Mike <laughs> knows me. I am a man who uh, I, I want to go on what the word says. Um, and the word says in Acts chapter 2, um, verse 38, matter of fact, says, <laughs> now I'll give you the background. Basically, uh, Peter just got done preaching. And then uh, they said, now, brothers, what must we do to be saved? This is their question. They, they heard the word, they've been convicted, what must we do? And this is what Peter said. Peter said to them, repent, let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for remission of sins. Um, that's where baptism comes in at, in the uh, new covenant. And then also in Acts chapter 10, uh, when you go there, you see that Peter actually preaches to the Gentiles. Now, this is very interesting because before then, in order to be a part of Uh, Israel you had to become proselytized so that means you getting circumcised now you are uh, in the land of Israel it is same law for you as it is a Gentile so you are now um, what they would call a proselyte and you even see that there were proselytes in Acts chapter 2 but as far as being a Gentile you were complete you were not a part of the covenant so you were you were not considered to be God's people but then Peter goes to the Gentiles Um, first with hesitation until God gives him uh, a vision and then he goes to the Gentiles. He preaches the gospel. And then this is what happens in 10 uh, verse 44 It says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy spirit fell upon all those who heard the word and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many came as came with Peter. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles. Now, notice what it says. It says they were astonished. They were very shocked by this. Like, wow, Gentiles are getting saved. Crazy. They, ain't get, they ain't had to get circumcised or none of that. They, they're, they are now a part of the covenant. But then it says this. This is what Peter said. Um, he says, Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized? So notice baptism came uh, with salvation. That's that's where it came into. That's why Peter brought it up. Uh, He he brought it up in in the instances where people were getting saved. And that's where you see it all throughout uh, the New Testament. So that is is why. And like I said, me and Mike both hold the scripture. So. Mike is not going to hear what I'm saying and say it didn't say baptism. You know what I'm saying? He's just saying that, Okay, well, I believe it also includes into the old covenant and that because of what was practiced back then, this is now going on to what we are to do now. And and like I said, there are more scriptures that we're going to get into. And I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be a uh, long podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a long podcast. So yeah, Some but people I, I think can't... these are long podcasts. Right. Yeah. And they don't even You know. have no idea. <laughs> they don't even know. So um So but, but we
1: we say ahead. those things to say that we we like strongly disagree on that right. one. Um, now we don't to be clear, I also agree with baptizing people that have not been baptized that mm-hmm. have joined the church mm-hmm. so that the people that have repented and believe, I believe should be baptized too. Right. Uh, I, the part that we disagree on is whether their children should be baptized with or without a profession of faith. Right. Um, and so that's the part where we, we have a strong disagreement on that. And me and Ben have spent a lot of time going through that and discussing that. I mean there's been many times Ben has come over to the house. We've gone through the scriptures, we've gone through the confessions, looking at the proof text. We've been many times we during the during the warm weather, <laughs> we talk on the phone most days during my breaks. And this was a
0: conversation that would frequently come up. And-, and 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 you know you know how I know that, Mike, I could tell y'all, because Mike has been mad at me. And I'm going to tell you how I know. When Mike gets mad at me, he looks for a snack. So when, when Mike starts pulling out the snicker bar, I know, like, okay, yeah, Mike is mad. Mike is now mad. He pulls out, like, a little snicker bar. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I done made Mike mad now. That's gonna become a meme. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely gonna become a meme. So yeah, but but the thing is though, like notice it's not a upset of okay, you know what, I'm just not cool with this person anymore. Because ain't we not this is not a thing to be done just to to like, oh, because I don't care about this person or I'm throwing jabs at this person or you know, I don't like this person and I wanna hurt their feelings. No. It's Christians saying, "Hey, this is what I am strongly saying. What the Word of God is saying, and and we disagree on that. This is that that is that is a a brotherly thing to do. Like that's right. that's that's actual love to be well, like, hey,
1: I think of that as like when you think of the Bible says that iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. and and I also think of you know we haven't just spent this time." just arguing to argue right like to debate to debate or or to um puff each other up in knowledge to be like oh i'm smarter than ben and ben smarter than me or to that because i think that when you and i know that's true because when i think of the fruit that's come from these conversations has been that both of us would agree that we have Learned a lot yep. about the new covenant, yep, and that right. that we've learned a lot from the Old Testament scriptures. Right. That right. we've also, in the practice of discussing these things, have become more patient, right, and, and um better at listening to right. the other oh, person man. because you think That's about a like well, right, because you think about when we're having this like long term discussion right over over many months and over many conversations you learn that like we're not going to sit there and just rehash the same thing right we got to keep digging because right i'm really am trying to convince ben right of infant baptism and he's really trying to convince me of only believers baptism Word. and and to do that, if we honestly believe that and we're honestly trying, we're gonna dig into the scriptures and keep digging and digging and digging. That's right. Not to prove our point, per se. I mean, that's part of it. But the other part of it is, is uh, do I really know what the scriptures say? Mark. Do am I am I reading this properly? Is this done according am I living this out Mark. the right way? Right. And when you're constantly doing that, which takes humility mm-hmm. and i think that those things have increased right. over time as we've discussed those things because if you if we looked at like how we were discussing this topic a year ago to how we discuss the topic right. now right. we both have learned a right. lot right. over the a year because because when you hear things and you're you're reading a book or whatever and you think you know something? Right. You don't really know it until you can explain and, man, it to somebody who disagrees
0: with yeah. you. That's when you that's when you learn. Like right. that I have learned so much and and they even talk about that with a lot of creeds and things like that and and like a lot of creeds came out of some heretic rising up and saying, hey, right. <laughs> let's come I mean, up with some. Let's come up with some false doctrine in here. And you got to be like, no, hold on. Let me tell you why I believe. What, and I learned right. that on the streets, too, man. Like when I would go witnessing, it's so many things that you say that you don't really even think about like or
1: you forget the scripture reference yeah for. you forget
0: the script you'd be like oh yeah it's embarrassing it, it is it, it really <laughs> is. like i thought i, I, I knew god's be, word bro like when i used to be like i remember the first time i was like man you got to repent and believe in jesus and it was like oh what does repentance mean and i was like you know repentance <laughs> like you talk about you, it every day yeah Sunday. like you ain't, you ain't been to church bro like yeah get get in church they say it all the time but it really made me look like okay wait a minute what is repentance what is what is right. repentance according to the word of god what is repentance right because we just say stuff we got christianese and we just say stuff and right. then we don't really think about what we're actually saying or what we actually believe and back up what we actually believe in the actual bible right that's that's crazy Right. But Mike, so we are at an hour, brother. We are at an hour. We got so we got we got to do
1: a part 2, bro. Uh we can sum this up. Okay, we can sum, sum this let's up. do
0: let's do this, it then, Mike.
1: So the I think things that we, and we're going to go through this a little bit quickly because I think we've covered a lot of this. This is a good summary. Yeah. This is a good summary. Is that um how in scripture we see especially paul correcting the errors of people that's Mm -hmm. a a common theme in in uh, paul's letters to the church um and when we see that we see that he genuinely loves them he calls them brothers saints he calls them the church but yet he's also honest with them he's not like buttering them up and he's not uh i think a common thing that we like to do today is sandwich thing so we Mm. say a good thing yeah like oh ben you look real good but but you're uh smack talk not so good hey you know what i'm glad you came on to work on time (laughs) like and like try to sandwich that so like okay right. so we kind of got it it no paul's very direct and says hey like i love you yeah but we need to work on these things yeah. these things are wrong and like he thoroughly talks through it and he yeah. addresses those things but i think one of the biggest things that i took we had three things that we were going to discuss from the scriptures that the early church were struggling with but i think like at the end of of first corinthians when he's talking about all these disputes and and that book is really about a a yeah. church I wouldn't have described as yeah. a church. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. That and was yet trippy. Paul is being very gracious. I mean, that really stretches me right. on what what we would consider Christians or right. church, that, that Paul would have that grace towards them Word. to call them the saints Word. when they were struggling with what they were struggling yeah. with. Yeah. But he says, like through all of the disputes and the suing and the divorces and the sexual immorality and the false teachings and the sacrificing to idols and all of that stuff, um they were even debating about who had better gifts mm mm-hmm. right there's all this mess that was going on in the church, and Paul addresses that in first Corinthians chapter thirteen. Do you have that scripture? Is it not? I think it's on the, the
0: is it yeah. I don't know. So first Corinthians thirteen four. Thirteen. Yep. It says, Love is patient and kind, love does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude, it does not insist its own way, it is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But that's beautiful. I know. Yeah, that's. And he
1: says that right at the end. And you know, what's interesting is right before that in chapter 12, he says, and I will show you a still more excellent way. Mm. So like fighting and arguing and stuff. And he goes, I'm going to show you a more excellent way. This is it. Word. This is love. Word. You need to love one another because this is the thing. Like, I mean, you were just talking about investing, like how to invest our time and, and invest our money in yeah. different things.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, before this podcast, yeah. that's what we had been talking about. And you think about Paul saying, like, love is what you should invest in. Right. Because love's never going to go away. Never. Like, right. the things of this world are going to go away. Mm-hmm. Your job's going to go away. That's right. I mean, even... Different things in our lives, our material things, are even our marriages are temporary. Right, but but love, yeah. love will go into eternity with us. Word that when Christ returns and reforms the world and reforms heaven and he makes everything right in the world, there's still going to be love. Word, invest in that. Amen. 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 And so when Amen. we think about that as as being in conflict with one another and we're even with Christians, non-Christians, people who call themselves Christians, we need to be patient, kind, Word. not envious, not boasting, not arrogant, not rude. We should not insist on our own way. Mm. We should not be irritable or resentful. We should not rejoice at wrongdoing. Mm. We shouldn't rejoice when somebody's that we debate with, something bad happens to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that we should just rejoice with the truth. Yeah. Uh yeah. we should bear all things. We should believe all things, hope all things, endure all things, because love never ends. And that's how we should in our debates and in our conflicts and in our discussions with people. Amen this is the what we should be doing and if you're not doing this you talked about like this calvinist that knew all of these doctrines yeah. and knew their confessions really well yeah. and knew the five points and they know all of the creeds and in the the different um writings from all the different theologians and they're all but if they don't love yeah, yeah. like they've they've wasted their time right completely word, wasted their time word, word. Uh, uh, you know something challenging for me is that paul even says that if you were martyred for your faith mm. and you didn't love you mm. wasted your time Man. i mean to die to die for what you believe but yet you did not love yeah like and he's saying no yeah like yeah to me that that's the the Then this is holy scripture is putting an emphasis on this, and so we need to put love above all things. Yeah, love above our conflict.
0: Jesus said the same thing to the Church of Ephesus. He said, "Look, man, y'all," and he said, "Look, y'all doing a good job. Y'all are doing good things." Right. But (laughs) right, you 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 left your first love. Right. And says, I'm a to... Like, not saying, okay, yeah, you got that, and okay, but that needs a little work, but just keep going. He says, no, I'm going to remove you if you don't repent and do the things you did at first. Yeah. So, he takes that seriously.
1: Well, and I think that it's really important that we remember that just because love is... Love is above our arguments. Yeah. Or love is above right. our conflict, right. right? But it's because love... And what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast... Love should be the thing that controls the conflict. Man, word, yeah. Because word. we need to set our priorities word. right, and love is the priority.
0: Bro, you got that joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tweet that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, that's, that's cold. But All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, this has
1: been a good podcast. Man. And I can't wait to get into – we have our – me and Kylie are doing one on the Sabbath and how we practice the Sabbath, okay, a Christian Sabbath, yeah. And then me and you have one on church discipline, yeah. and then we we got to do that one on uh prayer devotions, Bruh, that'll, be a, on, yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one, yeah, yeah. Let's do that, one. bro,
0: for real. Let's do that. I'm down.
1: If you liked this podcast, uh, give us a like or share, comment on things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that the logarithm on um social media when somebody interacts with your post, you get, like, quadruple the amount of views on things. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And so, like, if you like this podcast, and maybe you don't like it enough to share it. (laughs) If you could just like it or comment. Yeah. If you didn't like it, I would accept the comments, too, because you still get (laughs) the views. Yeah, let us know what you think.
0: You know, you you just put Mike and Ben disagrees. And then, boom. Somebody goes, oh, I gotta see this. it? Oh, I gotta, I gotta figure out what's going on here. Like, really? Oh, yeah, I gotta see that. So, yeah, yeah. Word. Okay. And well, hey, bro, I, I, also wanna let you know, man. It's good to be back with you, man. Yeah. Real talk, man. I, I feel like, like I said, we didn't a podcast in a minute, man. It, it, was, it was good being back with you, bro. So, yeah. yeah. Until next good. time. Yeah, definitely. God bless. Love y'all, family. Peace. Oh, thank you.